Well, we have got a treat for you today, guys. Oh, shit, we're recording. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, for Carry on. Carry on. Rolling a spiff. I'm not going to edit that out. I'm not going to edit that out. I'm trying to be professional here, and you're fucking rolling a joint. But... <laughs> you sure? You didn't know I was recording, you cunt. But, but yeah, so we had a fucking, we had a good one today, and we have got a good one for you. This is a, this is a long time coming that we've uh, had, had this guy, uh, Brett, um, who is, or better known probably Instagram, flatter tap tap. He's a flat earther, like we promised. And yes. what a fucking cool guy. Honestly, what a top guy he is. Um, yeah, there's not, there's nice not. conversation. Yeah, there's not really much to say. There's not really much before just to go into the episode, man. Just like, like once again, fucking thanks, for, thanks everyone for fucking, you know, just giving us the support because by giving us the support pushes us to find these people and these people are fucking, these are great. I mean, obviously Florida, you heard last week, um, Cameron from Florida man on Florida, men on Florida man even. And then this week we've got Brett from Flat Tat Tat, uh, talking all things flat earth and you'll probably hear in it. We're getting him back. We're getting him back to talk some other stuff as well. You know, so we've made a good pal there. And yeah, so just, just so you know, guys, you know, we're cutting, we're coming from all types of angles on this episode. Uh, obviously, Brett is the flat earther. Aaron is on, you know, <laughs> the, the roundy, are we calling? Or the globalist, the baby yeah. eater. Satanist. <laughs> the globalist baby eater Satanist. And I just sit in the middle because I ain't got a fucking clue. Well, when, oh, some of his numbers, that guy's phenomenal. He knows every fucking, he was listing it off like he was reading a fucking calculator. He, so, he does know his numbers. He does know his numbers. Yeah, good lad. So, and yeah. Some of the names and stuff. He's, he's done his research. He's not just, you know, he's not one of these people who gets their research from memes. You know, he actually does read into it. He's been doing this for years. He's not jumping on like a bandwagon as such. This is something you can tell he's very passionate about and believes in. And, you know, I think that's always worth applauding. And that's it. And that's why that's why he gets the airtime and able to come on, because, you know, we like people, like we've always said, if people have got something interesting to talk about, we'll talk to you about it. Yeah. So, and which, which is why we won't talk to you, Adrian. <laughs> Who the fuck's Adrian? I don't know, but if he heard that, he just pissed himself. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh shit! They don't want to talk to me, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Without further ado, guys. Um, yeah, th- this is Brett from Flatter Tat Tat meets Tales from the Animal Kingdom. Enjoy. Cool. Ad, do you want to introduce us? Yeah, cool. Um, so today, uh, everyone, we've got um, Brett joining us from. Where is he from, Brett? I didn't. I've never asked. I'm from Washington, over, from in Wash- the, over in the states, but Washington State. From all Washington, the way from- we, we, we've got a good, uh, good audience in Washington, so yeah, know you're among them. We yeah, love so Washington. To- shout out to DC. So, so today we're going to be chatting. Well, we, we're gonna, we're just going to have a little chat and see what's what, and uh, you know, I think we all know what we're looking forward to, and it's going to be the flat Earth discussion. You know, we're going to chat flat Earth today, which we're is pretty genuine flat Earther, not a troll. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, so yeah, give you a, a different, a different viewpoint of the flyer today. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, mate, the, the floor is yours. Start, please. From the what, what was it that sort of made you go towards this particular field? Um, you know, I just woke up one day and I was like, you know, I've got this normal life that you know I've got friends and family and 
woke up one day and I was like, how can I fuck this up today? How can I alienate myself from all the world? You know? <laughs> Pretty much, you know, it's like, what can I do to make everyone think that I'm crazy, not want to talk to me, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, hey, you know what? Earth's got to be flat. And so, no, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to, I don't know, I, I used to watch every space documentary possible. I mean, I would, I would go online and I'd show my wife all this crazy stuff. Like, look up, look up big the planets are, this and that, the other thing. And it finally one day just realized like, why is everything just CGI? I mean, like, like literally if you go on your computer right now and you type in pictures of Earth from space, they're all going to be computer generated. And mm. just kind of wondered, like, you know, we have these billion-dollar satellites and everything floating around, supposedly. And why is everything computer-generated? And um, I started researching more. And, you know, I, I I really got into it, like, during the, uh, uh, like, the whole false flag attacks, I uh, you know, terrorist attacks on the country. And I started, like, jumping at that first. And then I just realized that <clears throat> there's actually so like, really like conspiracies going on. Yeah, like I got, sort of dragged you in. So, like, what, what would have been like your like first like awakening conspiracy theory sort of thing? Uh, the whole nine eleven attack. It's like how okay. did two planes take down three buildings? Um, that's when I really got into conspiracies and talking about or just kind of wondering like what is going on. Um, like, do you guys know about Building Seven? Uh, I don't know a lot. I mean, about it. I mean, we I. I think between the two of us, we know enough to well to have a conversation like we did before. But like, how about the fact though that um, there was actually a news broadcasting that uh, they claimed that Building Seven fell before it even fell, and it was in the background. And she was claiming that it fell, and uh, I could send you a link to that. So I'll just find it. But um, yeah, when she she said it fell, and it was right behind her view, but it's like she's reading off of a script, and that was really shady. Um, the fact that, uh, you know, there's the owner of the buildings, he took out an insurance policy, uh, like, you know, right before the terrorist attacks happened, which those don't happen very often, but he came out with billions of dollars, and he that was based on terrorism, his Who's new, he? new policies. So I think that right then I realized that, you know, there's some shady shit going on in this world. Yeah, man. I think I've seen. I think I've seen that actually. The uh, news reporter when she's standing there ch- uh, saying about the building falling when it is literally standing up behind her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, yeah, that's, I'm isn't sh- that crazy though. I mean, how how could you even how could you even like you know tell that story if uh, someone wasn't telling you to tell it? It it seems way too shady for me. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I. That's like nine eleven was really the reason I got into all this whole thing. Um, I got I would spend hours downstairs. My wife would kill me. Uh, I would just be researching and researching. I spent probably thousands of hours researching all this. It's kind of pathetic, to be honest. But um, I just realized that, uh, you know, like I came across some Globe Earth or some Flat Earth videos. Um, do you guys remember researching or like going on YouTube back in like 2015 to 2017? Yeah, I remember when it sort of first came out with the whole because um, I remember it started with. I think it was like a Google advert that just came out saying the earth is flat. That's so funny. And then somebody else else put it out there in a a group saying we're not the only ones. And I thought, I didn't think much of it. I thought it was like an art piece or something like that, or like some sort of like political. I didn't, I didn't really know. And then there was more of this sort of like flat earth memes coming out, but they weren't like making fun of flat earth. This was before it was like a main thing. And it was like people talking about like saying like, oh, if the earth is, is round, why is this and that, etc. 
I can't remember which ones they were, and I was just sort of like, oh, they're, they're fun, they make you think, but I don't know the science enough to agree or disagree. And then that's when it sort of started coming out, and I saw like something on the um, TV saying Flat Earth is becoming a, new, a real thing, and I was like, Jesus, I thought these guys were kidding. Oh, dude, back in like 2015, 2017, it was the number one search in Google. I mean, by far, no doubt, it was Flat Earth. And then <clears throat> if you start researching that today, you get a whole different view on results of what you saw back then. Like the algorithms changed. They fixed mm. that. Like, <clears throat> I'm sure you guys heard of the Flatter Society, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, heard of yeah, them. I don't know a lot about them. Again, it's only from like behind the curve and like things you see on like, like Louis Ferrer. I heard you guys talk about behind the curve last time you guys were on, so we're going to talk about that too. But, uh, awesome. <clears throat> but yeah, no, basically that the whole Flatter search. Everything 2015 versus 2021, you won't find a single thing that is the exact same anymore. Like the algorithm's been changed. I wouldn't trust myself after doing so many thousands of hours of research. I wouldn't trust the first hundred pages of that. Um, it's all propaganda. It's all put there to kind of like make you think it's just a ridiculous idea. You know, if you type in flat earth, they're going to tell you that we're some floating disc in space and we're shooting upwards like a like 1g or whatever like i mean it doesn't make any sense but in my idea of you know I, i'm not sure what we live on i'm not going to claim that over that person, I, have, but. I have to i have to agree at some to some degree because when i was looking up that video um level the film that you sent me yeah i went to watch it yesterday when i clicked on the link you sent me it said the video had been removed Huh. So I went to Google, I went to YouTube and typed in flat, um, full, um, no level, sorry, full flat earth film. And it didn't give me anything other than like other various flat earth videos. It didn't give me that, but it also came at the top with a Wikipedia post saying, oh, flat earth isn't a real thing. It's, it goes back to mythology from this set and it's been proved wrong otherwise. And I thought, oh, well, that's nice. weird because if I type Scientology into YouTube, it doesn't mm. come up saying, oh, quick message from the atheism society. Scientology isn't real and stuff. So I, could, I can see why there would be some... Because like, even that makes me suspicious. Oh, they're being very suspicious about it. I mean, they're... Like, I wish I could show you the things that I would search back in 2015, 2017. Like, that was my... Pretty much the hype of everything that I came to believe was back in those days. And it's almost like if you want to know the truth, find out what they're hiding from you. I mean, I don't trust the government as far as I can throw them. I mean, they it, – it just makes no sense. Like, if it's that much of a ridiculous idea, then why can't we research it, you know, honestly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like they put all these uh, all these just propaganda pages in front of your face. And if I were to type in Flat Earth right now and go to Google, like, I would just – puke like it's all garbage i wouldn't believe a damn thing that i see in front of my face to be honest mm. so, so um how come it was more um credible back in the day then are you saying because it hasn't been you know it wasn't washed out with all the bullshit um you know it was more accurate or, or, or what because i, I don't know I, I don't understand that neil, neil degrasse tyson weren't taking his shirt off and stuff and, <laughs> and dropping yeah. his microphone no yeah. i guess <laughs> I think that, you know, the people have really jumped on this train in the last few years. I think back, like, when I first started looking into it, like, if you, you kind of look into, like, the big guys like Eric Dubé and uh, ODDTV and those guys and Hibbler, they kind of started, like, back, like, 2015-ish is, like, when it all really kind of came to life. And I think when it, it started blowing up like that is when they really started doing their work to try to hide it. Um, mm -hmm. 
don't know. It's like, I mean, I, I'm looking outside right now, and it's such a beautiful day, you know, beautiful sunny day. There's not a cloud moving in sight, and, you know, the act like we're spinning is ridiculous. Um, you know, they tell us we're spinning or we're tilted, and we're spinning on an axis at 1,100 miles per hour. The, we're orbiting the sun at 500 – or no, 666,000 miles per hour. Well, the sun chases through the galaxy at, like, another million miles per hour. It, just, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, to look outside and see that it's so perfect every day, it just – I don't know. I, so, so, so how is it? I mean, please, please don't think I'm, I'm trying to be confrontational. It's, it's just, but if, if that seems ridiculous, what, what is it about it being flat that's so normal? Well, I mean, just the fact that, like, we're called, I mean, trust me, we're, we get ridiculed a lot. Um, but, like, just standing on your ground, I mean, to believe that we're not moving seems crazier than the fact that we're in some endless, infinite vacuum they call space. It's like they ask us, where's our edge? Are you going to fall off the edge of the Earth? Well, where's the edge of space? I mean, I don't know. It seems it seems a lot less crazy to think that we're just sitting here stationary and we're the center of creation, we're the center of the universe, rather than we're just like some, you know, worthless specks of space dust floating through some infinite space is that what it all comes down to i i think i mean it, it comes is, down to is it like a, 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 not, not you personally but is do you think a lot of it could be like well that idea makes us not feel as special as such you know what? exactly so I, i'm not i don't want to go on like a whole religious side i'm not a religious guy but i do believe that we have a creator um i know i've kind of gone back and forth through this my whole life but um, you know, I'm, I'm not the whole like I don't follow one religion, but I think this place was designed and it was designed a long time ago. Um, and if we're floating through infinite space and we're just some random speck of dust on a space ball, yeah, it makes us feel ins- insignificant. You know, um, imagine if, you know, everybody in the world woke up tomorrow and they thought, you know, what, I'm, I'm here for a reason. Um, you know, nobody has any power over me because, you know, the, the government has this fake power over us. And if everyone woke up knowing that, hey, I'm on the same level as this guy, we're all special, I think people would have different mentalities. And we wouldn't just be here, you know, just like letting fear take over us. Like you turn on the TV every single day, and it's all about fear mongering. Um, oh, yeah, I agree with that. And we just give up our power just because, you know, we're in fear all the time. And I think if people knew that they were here for a reason and, you know, we're special created beings – then I think people would have different mentalities and the governments and, you know, all the corporations wouldn't have the power they have today. Mm. I can certainly buy into that. Yeah. I I sort of have an opposite opinion on some of that. I mean, with the whole fake fear and things like that, I'm a hundred percent behind you with fear mongering. I mean, me and Ad, we've talked about it before all this fucking stuff. They put out literally just to put the fear in you without being rational. And then, and then they blame the public for acting irrationally. But when it comes to like being in infinite space and everything, I mean, yeah, I can, I can totally see why thinking you're just this little tiny insignificant speck amongst this great, forever expanding infinite universe can, can make you feel insignificant. But I don't know, man. I think it's the opposite effect. I think something that vast and amazing and that beautiful and we get to be a part of it. I think that's incredible, man. No, I agree. I, I think the, I think the world's a beautiful place. I mean, 
I mean, looking around, I, I see your eyes inside. I see your animals pictures. I'm, I'm a huge animal fanatic. I think they're the beautiful, most beautiful creatures. Yeah, they're creatures. awesome. Yeah. Known to man. I mean, no, Did you I see the bold right now. Right now and I think they're the most, <laughs> the animals are what make us happy. I, I, I love them to death. Like, I would mm. do anything with my dog. But yeah, no, I, I mean, he's kind of got, got lost what I was talking about. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, think, yeah. I, I think the world's a very beautiful place. And no, I think it's almost, it's too beautiful to not, or too beautiful to be an accident. Um, you know, it's like I'm looking outside right now, beautiful mountains. You got a lake in front of me. It's all just perfect. And for that to just happen randomly it just seems crazy to me. I think that's where I kind of sit on your side of, of this, uh, Brett, because, like, I mean, I know Aaron will, will differ, but, like, mm. I, we speak about lots of stuff, like, you know, um, like my cellular life and the mushrooms. Uh, we, we're mushroom fans, man, you know, like, in all, in, in all senses yeah, of the word. By the definition of fan, like, being short for the word fanatic, we are mushroom fanatics. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. How, how'd you guys get into this whole thing, by the way? Are you guys your buddies from back home, or...? How does all get started? Oh, cool. Well, well, fuck me. Um, yeah, that actually started. Me and Aaron have been pals for uh, what is it, fifteen or sixteen years? Uh, two thousand and five, sixteen years. Yeah, so yeah, sixteen years. We used to play in a band uh, together. Like we we had mutual friends, and then we just played in like a metal band together, and then we toured around the country, uh, UK, and then. Yeah, we kind of lost our way and didn't speak to each other for a while. And then we kind of was like, look, I think I think I messaged Aaron. I said, look, dude, I love Joe Rogan, but I'm fed up of hearing fucking about the Constitution and shit like that. I want to I talk about stuff that happens, you know, in my life and things that are relevant to me. You know, I want to talk to people who I find interesting. And he was like, yeah, man, let's go. So that was it, really. I love it. Yeah. yeah, man, that's fucking. That's how it all comes. But one question I will ask, um, because like, like I say, like I think I, I, I don't want to say I sit one side of the fence to the other, but I find I'm not a very scientific type guy because I don't have enough time to read into the science. But one thing that's always spun me uh, is like when when I, I've seen the flat Earth uh, documentaries and spoke to people about it, and it's like 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 you just said about the world spinning a thousand miles an hour, right? And you think. Well, where, how the fuck does the water stick on to the earth if it's going a thousand miles it's, an hour? You know, it's, it's funny because I think the word gravity gets thrown around for more ideas than it's even meant for. Like, anytime there's a question, you know, like Neil deGrasse Tyson will say, well, gravity. You know, he's talking, we're like a pear shape, just wobbling, tilted earth. And, but yeah, no, I, it, it's crazy to me because the word gravity, I don't believe in that. Um, honestly, like, think about everything as density and buoyancy. Um, you know, if you drop a rock or a little pebble in, in a, you know, in a lake or a puddle, it's going to float to the bottom. Uh, but what about helium balloons? What about butterflies? If the gravity is holding down yeah. buildings yeah. and everything, why doesn't it hold down a helium balloon? But because the helium is less dense than the air, so it floats. Rather than, you know, a rock is more dense than the air, so it drops. I think that... Gravity, yeah, they, they, like, we just, we don't live on a math equation. Like, everything that they tell us about the Earth is based on an equation. And, I don't know, if you go outside, you know, your eyes are not deceiving you. You know, realize, realize, real lies. Uh, I think that it's just, it's all bullshit. And the world is a bunch of propaganda. And until people see through that, it's just, I don't know, we're going to keep on indoctrinating our kids, going to public schools. Um, you know, back in 1902, 
John D. Rockefeller. He funded the General Education Board. Like that's where all of our textbooks come from, is the Rockefeller Education Board. And we all know that he didn't care about whether we were, you know, profitable. He wanted himself to be profitable. Mm. And you know, the Rockefellers, they didn't they don't care about the public. They just want to make money. And he was coined with the phrase, uh, we don't want a nation of thinkers, we want a nation of workers. And I I think that the books have just been misled. I think history is the biggest lie ever been told. Like something and, indoctrinated into people to get them thinking in a certain direction. Yeah, exactly. I think that everything that we see on a daily basis is all about indoctrination. You know, mm. look at how quick they lead the masses. I know there are certain things we want to talk about. Uh, look at people today and just walking around with their face diapers on. And it doesn't take a lot to lead the masses into a different direction. And I think that we've been misled. And if people knew how bad they've been deceived, there would be a revolution. But to um, to play devil's advocate with uh, just so we, our, our our fans and our uh, listeners get both sides of it, what would be the reason why the government would lie about the earth? I mean, what relevance does that have, or does it come down to the religious connotations of it, or it puts us on a level playing field if we're all here for a reason, or does it? Do you know what I mean? Do you know, it's, mm. like, what's no, their yeah, end no, game for that. telling us it's round? Like, don't tell them the yes, don't tell them the real is. shape. Tell them it's different. I think it's all about just power and control. Um, I mean, there's six corporations run every ninety percent of the media that we see every single day. All of us, yeah, you and yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that they do this out of power and control. I mean, if they tell us more, where we live, you know, it, it, just imagine if one day we woke up and realized, hey, there's the edge of this world, and what if they're hiding more land, or what if um, all this energy we're wasting every single day, you know, all this. You know, oil and gasoline could be fixed with like a, a different type of medium. I mean, uh, Tesla, he was looking at different um, electric means back in the day, and then he got wiped off. He got scratched from all the textbooks. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was crazy, that was. Oh, yeah, no, it's insane that people don't know more about him, and he's, he's nowhere to be found in our education books. And but it's like, why? Because, I mean, imagine that there is, you know, we live in like this electromagnetic universe or world. And we can get, like, free energy. All of a sudden, these big profitable companies, you know, they would just, you know, they would crumble. And I think that the corporations and those guys run the world, they kind of dictate what we see in here. And I think that if people knew that there was an edge, there was a possibility beyond what they're telling us that, you know, they would lose all their power instantly. Just imagine if people found out tomorrow that the world was flat. I mean, let's say it's, it's not even flat. But the world wasn't a globe like NASA tells us they would lose their power just like that. Um, you know that NASA gets like over, I want to say they have like 20, they have like $22 billion a year budget just to produce their little fake CGI. That's insane. Yeah. Like, well, they get, they get 52 million a day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I was trying to get that number. It's yeah. insane. But like, <laughs> so what? like, I get it. I get it. They have employees, but not that many employees. And, you got to build the rockets, but <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. But as far as where those rockets are actually going, it's beyond me. Um, I just don't think they're going to space. But, yeah, $50 million a day seems insane to produce just cartoons. If you, like, go on your computer, type in satellites from space or, you know, or Earth from space. It's all CGI. Is there and a photo of the flat Earth? What's that? Is, is there a photograph of the flat Earth? There is no photograph of the flat Earth, which is a hard argument for us because I yeah, feel like it's, every it's, every it's, globe it's kind argument, of a, 
deal breaker on that one. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. But see, yeah. art and art are really But I do agree with you. They, they, it is weird that they have all these satellites and say, like, oh, here's pictures of the Earth. And then when you look at it, they do say, they even say, oh, this is a um, computer interpretation. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's always, why, do, uh, why do we need it's that? always what? the artist, conception, depiction, illustration, or, I mean, it's, it, there's never a real photo. And they, I think there's honestly one photo they claim to be real. Which is like from 1972. When we yeah, that's the one they, the BBC did but other than that, though, through the window. Other than that, I think they claim, like, they'll, they'll admit, though, that they're all, they're photoshopped. Because it has to be. Uh, Rob Simmons, I think he did like 2002 Blue, Mar- Blue Marble. Um, if you look, if you look up that guy, you'll definitely find him. Uh, he created the latest Google, like, Apple image of the Earth. And he took like a bunch of data points and he created a picture out of data. He didn't do anything based on like an actual photograph. And <laughs> that was like the last photo that anyone's ever seen of the earth. But I mean, they'll tell you that there's real pictures of the earth, but go to like every, um, like every space agency has a different view of the earth. Like why isn't it all the same if we're all looking at the same earth? Like it just shows that it's. Well, doesn't that also prove that it's round because it's from a different angle? Well, they're all, like, like different the colors, and the lands are different sizes, or... and it's just, they all look, they all look so fake. Like, did you know that, um... To be honest with you, though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know what a real photo of the Earth would look like either, if I was shown one, because, because I've never been up there. I mean, like I say, I mean, I don't know what shape the Earth is for, for an actual fact for seeing it myself. I mean, I can only yeah. go by what I've been taught, and, and I, I know people like a good friend of ours, uh, Lee, he's been skydiving on many occasions and he himself has said when he was up there he could see the curvature of the earth and well it was you though see because there's been weather balloons that have gone up 120,000 feet and without any fish on lens any wide angle lens and they come back and they show the flutter so it's i mean, I, I have friends that tell me too like oh i've gone an airplane and i've seen the i've seen the curve but it's oh, yeah, not I've, I've, not seen it, I've not seen it myself it's one of those things like i think like you know obviously the the um you know, mountains and the land, it does have, you know, natural terrain difference, and it, it does curve, I'm sure, but, um, did you know that, like, like when talk about water level, like, this is, this is my biggest thing, um, you can, let's say, you know, boats disappear, uh, bottom down over the curve of the ocean. Yeah. That's what it does. So I bought a P- P1000 camera, and, oh my god, I can see every damn crater on the moon, it's insane, like, on a crazy night. No, no clouds. I can like seriously go out there, and the moon would be so far away. But I can take my P1000 camera, and I can see every goddamn crater. But like on on the ocean too, you can go out there and watch a boat disappear over the, over the curve. Which if you watch the movie level, you'll see this. Uh, you can take your P1000, P900, and zoom back in, and it'll it's it's all about perspective. You'll zoom back into yeah, that it's boat. Times eighty lens, isn't it? What's up? The Times eighty lens. Oh yeah, no, it's insane. Mm. It's ridiculous, but no, I've been fascinated with the sky. Like I love looking up at stars and all that. Um, but yeah, you can look at, you can zoom into the ocean. You can pull a boat back right into view if you actually like take the time to do it. But people, you know, they watch Bill Nye, and you know, remember that whole little thing he did back when we were like little elementary school. So oh, I don't watch. I don't watch Bill Nye. <laughs> I, I don't. Oh, dude, I back don't. in elementary school, they forced that shit down my throat. 
Yeah, I don't well, want to take science lessons from a maths teacher, if I'm being honest with you. He's, he's not a fucking scientist. It's crazy. Yeah, he's literally like a maths teacher, and, he, and then people it's make like that he's the be all and end all of science. It's like the, the guy's a, he's a puppet show. Oh, he's a puppet. It's like yeah. having Bill Gates tell us how to live medically. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's it. Mm. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, I, I just, it, when you look at the ball, it just doesn't make as much sense as, like, I feel crazy that I have to, like, defend myself that we're not moving rather than the fact that we're, like, in infinite space. It's just insane. We've been that programmed. I think both seem just as crazy as the other, if I'm being honest. I don't, I, don't, I, yeah, I don't think the place being completely flat and immobile with a yin and yang style local sun and moon over a island that's got an ice wall and a big dome over the top of it is any more... Is any more plausible than a spinning thing through the uh, universe? What about like so? I I was on on the whole dome idea for a while. The the firmament, right? What if uh yeah the firmament like yeah I I was on that idea for a little bit. But what What is it? The firmament? What's what's it made out of? Because that's the dome over the top of the. It's supposed to be. Have you guys ever watched The Simpsons? Yes. You ever see that episode where they're playing the baseball game? And they hit the ball home run, and then they hit, like, Simpsons, I feel like they never lie about, like, they, they drop truths in all their freaking shows. But did you ever hear, see when they hit the firmament, and all the waters came crashing down? Uh, yeah, I do vaguely remember that episode, but I can't think of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. when was the last time those Simpsons, like, didn't, like, drop some, like, truth bombs in front of our face? But it's crazy, but yeah, so that happened, but I also think that, um, like what you know? Have you heard of Admiral Byrd? The expeditions of Admiral Byrd back in like 1956. He's, he's he's the guy who said that there was a um an entire sort of like wasteland the size of like the yeah, United States yeah, that was so, completely unoccupied so he was when, when he got when he was at Antarctica, right? Yeah, so he went. He was traveling in Antarctica. He was traveling one day. He he claimed he came back on record and said that uh there was like a a whole you know big piece of land that no one's ever seen to this day and it was super fascinating and it was you know it's pretty perplexed that nobody's seen that by yet or yet and that was right before the antarctic treaty and right before nasa got formed like it's like nasa got formed after that to perpetuate the lie i feel like right is there any more um like evidence of this land beyond there's no other than then, not since since then, that day, okay. there's been nobody, um, not a single person. They He came back and he said that on live TV. Then years after that, the NRQ got formed. I think it started like with 12 nations or something like that. Man, don't quote me on that. And then like 40 more came on board. Like how can we be on in war with all these different nations as far as like me with the U.S.? Like, we, we fight everybody. It's ridiculous. But there's there's one thing we agree on. We'll have a scrap. What can we say? <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty embarrassed for us, to be honest. Um, but there's one piece of land that we all can't touch, and we agree upon it, and that's Antarctica. After he got back from saying that he discovered more land, like, what if there's more land out there? Like, what if they're hiding that from us? I mean, imagine people found out there was more land. Uh, just imagine the billionaires in this world. They'd probably be, you know, packing their shit up and going there tomorrow. Um, I feel like they have to hide that. I don't know. I I feel like there could be infinite plane, you know, like they, uh, you know, the Antarctica is the highest level of land in the world. 
Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard uh, that. Uh, yeah, their highest. Yeah, they're the highest gone on Earth. Their elevation average is like they're, they're 8, the highest feet. above sea lo- seawater, right? Yeah, exactly, and that's why us flat earthers we don't believe that Antarctica is actually you know at you know some continent that we just can't travel to with penguins and shit. Um, we think that yeah, it's the ice wall. It, it every body of water at rest lies flat. So, I mean, something's got to contain the water. I mean, the water just doesn't... Okay, hear this. It's getting held to the ball by this gravity, or it's being contained. And it seems more likely to be as contained. Someone explained it to me as um, the, the flat earth theory. as like a, Imagine like a frisbee turned upside down, and Antarctica exactly. is the edge of the frisbee. And if you put little land, like bits of dirt in there, in the shape of like anything you want, and then poured water in it, that's how they was kind of explaining, it, uh, you know, the flat earth theory. And I was like, shit, that does make sense. Because I see things like, like I said earlier, like if you if you soak a tennis ball in water and then spin it, the water flies off it, so that's where I'm. That's where my head goes because I'm. I've, I am still on the fence, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm not fucking one way or the other, and it makes me think like, what is it then? What What is it? You know. So <laughs> I would love to know what it is. No, but honestly, um, no. I, I respect the fact you're on the fence, and honestly, I I'm not going to sit here and you know tell everybody in the world that you know that it is actually a flat Earth. I think that you know it, it, it appears flat. It feels flat. Um, it's hard. I mean, we, we don't know because we haven't been there, so it's hard to speculate. But I Could just you know not just, that. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Could you not? Just, I mean, like, obviously, you, you you know the flat Earth community. Could you not just fly a fucking plane over there, or could you not find a close well, point? And I don't know, man. I was, there was uh, that what was that guy who killed himself. I, Oh, know, the bloke who shot there. himself in a rocket or something, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much respect to that guy for, you know, reaching his passion and all that. I don't want to disrespect his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, yeah, he, he shot himself up in the air. But in my mind, I'm trying to think, like, what was he trying to prove? Because, honestly, um, they've shot weather balloons up to 120,000 feet. You know, an aircraft, you know, like an average airliner goes like 35,000 feet. So what was he trying to do going higher? He would never have gotten as high as an air, like a like a seven thirty seven. Nah, but nah. at one at one hundred twenty thousand feet, you know weather balloons they give us a full blown flat horizon. So I'm not sure what even building like a you know I someone said that to me on Instagram earlier. Like why don't you just build an aircraft and go up there? But um, I just think that that wouldn't prove anything because at one hundred twenty thousand feet with weather balloon, it's flat. Oh, my argument, sorry, well, my argument for the airplane uh, was, like, can you guys not fly over to Antarctica and have a look to see what's behind yeah. the, you know, fly behind the Fly over the ice wall. Oh, when you, yeah, when you research uh, flight paths, none of them ever go over Antarctica. Like, there are always these ridiculous, crazy paths that go up and down, but nobody ever flies over Antarctica. I was watching this last night, actually, trying to get ready for this, but, um, no, it's crazy. If I could take a a, a flight that would take me over Antarctica, I would buy that tomorrow just for fun because I want to see it. Yeah, sure. But it's not there. Yeah, because surely some places, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not very good at I'm trying to think about the fucking, where the planet, yeah, where the continents are, but surely you you could just cut across the Antarctica and make a trip quicker. But they you do should seem be able to. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. But they I don't. I think it comes it's into weird. high ground turbulence. Comes into a they, lot of it. They, 
you know, they they tell us that like you know it can't fly over Antarctica; it's too cold, this and that. I mean, imagine if a plane went down over Antarctica, but yeah, well, on the ocean too. I mean, you're still going to be in trouble. Um, I just it, it's crazy to me because yeah, I would if I could see Antarctica without having to take a special permit or a pass to go there. Oh, I would buy that tomorrow, no doubt. Oh, so sweet. So, what was the first thing that made you? Sort of like when it came to flat Earth in particular, what, what, was it straight away you was into it, like, or was there like a little no, hint? not at all. It, I was. It, it took me a while. I so let's say back. Let's backtrack here, like 2012, 13. I remember sitting on a man cave. I'd be just watching hours and hours and hours of space videos and looking at neutron stars and crap. And I'd go up and tell my wife, "Oh, you gotta come watch this documentary. Look how big these planets are." Like it would give me like a representation of how big our planet is versus the sun versus the next planet and this and that. And it, I finally realized that it's, it's all computer generated. Like, why are we not – like, we have a Hubble telescope, a billion-dollar telescope in space, and why are they not giving us, like, a live view? Like, if there was actually a, a way or a means to get space, wouldn't, like, the Kardashians or, like, Hollywood have, like, a – Hollywood Hills symbol on the moon or something. Um, yeah, probably. I don't know. Tell <laughs> I me, mean, like it would. stamp. Yeah, it's only like two hundred and forty thousand miles away. But no, I, I just I started realizing it's all it's all CGI. Like I started looking up you know pictures from space, and like if you type in right now, look up satellites from space in Google, and you will not find a single photo of a satellite from space. And then, but type in. Um, NASA helium balloons, and they're going to censor that too. But do you know that NASA is the biggest consumer of helium in the whole entire world? Oh, I heard that as well. Yeah, they are indeed. Yeah. yeah, see, they're they're, using they're out to, there launching to bring these, their um, satellites up. Yeah, they're out they're out there launching these helium balloons, and I think that's what's transmitting data down. But those don't stay out there forever. I mean, there's been videos of uh, helium balloons that have crashed, and they don't obviously put those on the news, but like they're legit. You can find those, and but yeah, no. To have NASA be the biggest helium consumer in the whole entire world is kind of sketch. Someone's got to buy it. Someone has to. <laughs> yes, someone's got to be the biggest consumer. I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I agree with you on that. I'm yeah. not going to argue. Elementary schools could be the biggest consumers in Kellogg's. They can cornflakes. They might. They might have it. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's nice because I, I love you guys. Ask both sides of the equation. I mean, it's no, for real. That's I appreciate that. That's what we're here for, my friend. I'll tell you one but thing. But it's like I... think about this. Like back, like fifteen hundred years ago, though. Like I feel like every cosmology was about flat Earth. I mean, if you go back and look at all of their different little symbols and all that, they're all flat. Like five hundred years ago is like when it all changed with. Uh, Copernicus and all their bullshit going on. But it went from heliocentric to geocentric. No, geocentric to heliocentric, just like that. And, um, yeah, everybody else in the past is, I feel like it's been a flat cosmology. I don't know, man. I mean, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, about, it, it isn't like, for me for sure, but. You know the Aristotle's experiment that he did with, uh, uh, sticks and shadows? I uh, don't believe so, no. Uh, so back in the day, he did this like experiment, you know, with six and shadows, where one guy was here and, you know, did an experiment. The other guy was like 500 miles away or hopefully I didn't butcher that, but then they compared their angles at the same time. And then that's how they decided the 
you know, the circumference of the earth. Like, it's crazy to me that we are relying on these things from so long ago. When, like, I want to ask, everybody always says this. Okay, so how did they communicate with that? So back 500, I'm not sure when it was, but what'd they do? They call each other on cell phone and say, hey, my shadow's this or whatever. No, like, they had to, like, take their measurement and, what, travel for, like, weeks on end in order to compare their data. And, I don't know, just today, like, we have so much more capacity to, you know, do better experience, but we're, we're just relying on people that have like wood telescopes back in the day. And like, whatever they said, it's all stuck in stone. I feel what about the laser, the laser tests that, um, the flat earth society did, which, get, oh, which, see, the flat which earth gave society. the results that said that it was round. See, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, I, well, so I don't know how it works, but it's, it's, it's worth asking. So the flat earth you're talking about the, 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 uh, experiment on, um, what the that show on Netflix and Jeremy yeah, Jeremy's was right, right? Yeah, with the with the boards and the holes and they shine the yeah, lasers. Yeah, I watch uh, that got taken so far in perspective. I, I don't want to quote his words, but I've watched I watch Jeremyism every. He has a Thursday show with Alex Stein, and he has his own show on Friday. And I watch him every single week at work. I get pretty bored at work, and I've heard him talk about this. They stole the words right out of his mouth, and they just like edited that shit to the. To a T, it's crazy. Um, I don't want to tell them, right? I'm not sure exactly what happened, but they definitely, that was not how it went down. That was a Netflix spin on not being flat. But yeah, if you watch Jaronism, he has a show every Thursday. It's called The Baby Truth of Show with uh, Alex Stein and David Weiss. And uh, he has his own show called like My Way on Fridays, I think. But Is this on like, YouTube or something? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, so. But no, because the last time I heard you guys on Flat Earth, uh, I heard listen to your podcast, and I heard that show come up, and I was thinking, oh, I just heard about this, and yeah, they, uh, like, I, I, I get it from the documentary point of view, it looked terrible for Flat Earthers. I get it. Yeah. But, but it wouldn't be wouldn't be the first time that you know the media have edited something to get a different perspective. I mean, oh, yeah, but we're, you know what I mean? So it's totally believable. I totally get it. You know, how do you guys feel about, uh, how about Polaris? You know, the North star, what's your thought on that? Um, he hasn't done anything to me, but (laughs) no, I mean, (laughs) it hasn't really raped me either. Uh, As far as the, the North star never moves though. How about, See, I've I've heard it be people say it never moves, but then I've seen people showing time lapse videos where it, it it sort of you can see it move and you can see the other things moving around it. So again, I have to take I like to take all science at face value. I don't like to take anyone's particular word for it, particularly when you see the things get changed and disproved all the time. Like we've spoke about it before, like some of these old. Um, some of the smartest minds in history, like Einstein and stuff, you know, all the stuff they're famous for now, we know is wrong, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it was still a very revolutionary way of thinking at the time, which is why I tend to take things that, like, you know, with a pinch of salt, but if I see something at, like, face value, I'm seeing it for myself, then that's where I tend to lean towards. So when I do see these time-lapse videos, and to be honest, I mean, again, I do agree with a lot of what you're saying, but as far as a round earth goes, I'm being given a lot more evidence that it's round than it is for it being flat. And a lot of the evidence I find personally to be very 
plausible. And again, I'm getting a lot more of that than I am of a place being of the place being flat. Again, I don't know if it is or isn't, but as a rational, reasonable mind, if I'm showing more evidence of one thing and less of the other, like if if I've if I've got into an, a, a situation like right, one of these two men shot this person, all you know is is that that guy was there, but that guy was also there with a gun, seen with it. It's the same gun that shot the person, and he said he wanted to shoot the person before he turned up. I'm not going to go, well, it must have been the other guy, because that one's too obvious. Do you know what I mean? I go, I weigh up what I've got, and I mean, if it does turn out it's flat, I'll I'll sit there and be like, yeah, my mate Brett was saying it was flat for ages. You know, I'll be happy. And again, it's like, I don't know what would happen to my day. I don't think it would be, it would really change much, but. Again, as far as it, as far as the competition goes on who's right and who's wrong, I've got to give it to the the roundies at the minute because they're, they're just giving me more. Yeah, no, I, I I mean, trust me, I know that everything I'm saying probably to all your listeners, I probably sound like a crazy fool to be honest. I mean, I've gone through this for the last six years. People think that I'm nuts. Mate, yeah. we live in a world of Scientology and God particles and string theory. Trust me, nothing seems crazy at this point. <laughs> We've had crazier than you on. We've, we spoke, we spoke about crazier things than this. Oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. No, I think it's awesome. No, I, I love what you guys do. But, you know, I, it's, it's, it's hard for me just to like look outside, like right now. And like, do you guys do yourself spinning? Like there's a, there's a curve, but you can't see it. There's a spin, but you can't feel it. Like, they just tell us all these different things. And but I've got blood moving around my body. I can't feel that Yeah, either. me too. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things I think you just get used to. It's one of those things. I can't, I can't feel my heart beating. Let's put my hand there and about, look for it. Here's one. How about you flying an airplane? We've all done that, right? Well, so uh, I have, but I have a fear of flying, so I didn't look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be How about the fact when we're flying through an, on an airplane... We always ascend to a certain height, and then they just level off, and we fly level for our destination. How come we're not dipping the nose down every, you know, few minutes to account for the curves? I know you're, you're going to say because of the atmosphere, but think about it. Like, if the Earth curves at a rate of 80 per mile squared, which only, only 100 miles, you'd be dipping down at 666.6 feet, but we never dip down. And we always fly level, like airplane, not air curve, you know? <laughs> well, that's, well, that's just clever wordplay. I don't think that's really a credential. But, <laughs> but when it comes to, but again, you said it earlier, like, again, air pressure and buoyancy. I know you say, oh, we're going to say the atmosphere. But if it's like when, when vegans say, oh, you can't use canine teeth as an argument for eating meat because it's an old argument. It's like, well, no, it's a good argument. And again, I'm not discrediting it because I don't know if that's the, the, the right measurement. I don't know if it's 66.6 feet. I don't know if it's going straight forward. And that's based on the math that the science gives us. We're, we're not making this math up as flat Earth people. Like that's, yeah. we're basing that off of you know the Earth was like 24,000 miles in circumference. And but yeah, no, that's based on what they tell us. So we didn't make that mathematical equation right. up. But I, or it's like I know it is per mile squared. It's actually a parabola. But even globe people believe that it's like it's good to an extent, like a thousand miles or whatever. I think it's like H equals R times one minus cosine A is like the actual mathematical equation for a ball. But yeah, anyway, oh yeah, that, that sounds right. That equation gives me <laughs> in, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
All I heard was numbers then. I'm sitting there thinking, fucking hell, this guy knows his numbers. I thought he was was reading the barcode to me on something. (laughs) We live in reality. We don't live in a math equation. I live on this beautiful lake, and um, it's 55 miles long. There should be 2,017 feet between me and the end of the lake, but I can see, like, the mountains in the background. Like, it ain't ain't dropping nowhere. I can see the end of the lake with the hillside, but it's crazy. I mean, why, if the earth does curve, why can't I see, like, a dip? Like, the eye, or the horizon always rises to the eye. Well, there's mountains in the way. What's up? Well, there's mountains in the way. Yeah, true. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I think it's one of those things like, I mean, when I've been on a plane before, I mean, I only took a flight over uh, from the UK to Sweden. And when it, you know, when we're taking off and we're going out, blah, blah, blah. And before we go through the clouds and you look out and you can see for fucking miles, I have had that thought and looked and gone, I can't fucking see this. You know, I can't see this as the, you know, as a curved ball. And I sit there thinking, fuck, am I a bit, you know, like, am I starting to come around to it? But it's, it's weird, man, because like, like you say, I, I'm, I have to go on things that I see, like Aaron, like Aaron goes, you know, on, on what he sees with science. And I've seen it and I think, what the fuck? But equally at the same time, I live right next to a beach and I, well, you might know the maths. I mean, like, I don't know how far away, um, where I live to the next land masses. I think it's only like 15 miles. But you can literally fucking see with your eye across it, you know. And it's 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 pretty crazy, man. I don't know. That's that's why I sit on the fence all the fucking time with it. But I try not to give it too much thought because it blows my mind. Because then we start. Yeah, how, uh, <laughs> how far on the fence are you? Are you like right halfway? Or... On the fe- well, I've you know that's the problem. I heard that if you if you get off the fence one side, you never go back off the you never get on the other. It's so funny. Yeah. You're, you can Tell that to Sinead O'Connor. Honestly, I respect that. Like, you should stay on the fence because, honestly, like, I I was 110%. Like, I was a space fanatic globe freak. And then all of a sudden I jumped off the fence, and I'll never go back. But it's kind of – I, I appreciate you guys because you guys can both look at both sides. Like, that is a very respectful quality, seriously. That's what we're here for. Yeah, that's what we've always wanted. That's what we wanted to do with it, man. That's why we wanted, you know, have you, have you on and chat about, chat about it because – like, well, I think it's, you know, like Aaron's views are obviously what Aaron's views are. Your views are what your views are. My views are what my views are. And it's it's like, why can't we all just have a chat? And why can't we say little things without slating the fucking flat earth? Without slating, the, you know, without going for the, the, the globe or, or the roundy, whatever you want to call them. It's like, you know, we can all still be good guys and still have a laugh about it. And at the end of the day, what about if it's a fucking question mark shape? What about if it's not round and not a ball? Who gives a, you know... You know <laughs> If it was yeah. question mark shaped and I could reach no, up in cool. the air and high five Brett, how sick would that be? By far, you guys are the coolest guys I've talked to you about this, no doubt. What, what, awesome. that's what we like to hear. But here's something I was talking about. Like this is a slight change in subject, but it's still pretty relevant. Now I was saying a minute ago that I go by science and what I've seen and the evidence that I can see and look at myself and touch with my hands, etc. Now because of that, and I'm a big space nerd i love it i love the whole space travel thing all that i mean just listen to our old episodes you know we geek out on that stuff i ain't convinced we went to the moon oh i've, I've dude, seen that's... more i've seen more evidence to say it's a hoax than it is real 
Yeah, man, Bro, I've, I've got to be fair. You just made my day. <laughs> I've got to be fair. It goes both ways. I've seen more to say that it's that it didn't happen than I have to say have that you, it did. And it's like, well, have you seen their interviews after going to the moon? Like they look like some depressed, just like they look like they just came back to the dog, dog, <laughs> They're like, yeah, we just went. To no, the moon. but I, there's no way in hell that they went to the moon. Like, imagine like. Going there, coming back, and then being that sad. No way. Yeah, bullshit. You'll, you'll be ecstatic. And how did how did the cameraman get there first to film exactly. Neil, Neil coming out of the pod? <laughs> <laughs> I always look at, I've always looked at that and thought, who the fuck put that camera there? Anybody? You know I mean, if that, someone uh, out there knows and they can give me an answer, then, and I can look at it, fine. You know, I'm, you can sway me. I need the evidence. But until then, I, I look at it and I think, that's not fucking right. I mean, when no you way. see that other stuff as well, and they're showing like fucking... Like certain ones that they're outside, like fixing these space stations, and you can see air bubbles coming out of their bloody helmets and stuff. And it's like they blankly filmed that underwater. My dude, I love it. That's awesome. Have you, you seen that, that, uh, that as well? That, they're doing the walkthrough in the studio, and they can see the um, the crew of the uh, uh, International Space Station in the background, standing in front of a green screen with wires attached to them. Yeah, I've it's seen that. Perfect. Yeah, and then after that, they kept using the same screen to say just to do like experiments in front of. Like, oh no, we have these screens all the time. See, we we use them all the time. It's like we never seen one before. <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. He made my day. If they're gonna lie about that, what else gonna lie about everything? I believe they look at their lunar rover. You know how much a lunar rover costs? Uh, Thirty-eight million dollars for a little Jeep chassis. With, with, what, with a couple of deck chairs on and some tinfoil. Exactly. That's all it's... <laughs> That's the way to do it, mate. Your average American soldier's carrying $210,000 of equipment on him, and that's not counting the guns. No shit, right? That's crazy. It's a little... Don't even be started in the whole economy. Yeah, of war, one of, like, one of those helmets is $2,500. That's insane. Yeah, you, yeah. You've, got, you've got a squad of five soldiers. You've got more than a million dollars worth of equipment there without the guns. Isn't that ridiculous? They're bombing a tent that costs $10 while they yeah. are dropping a bomb that costs like 38 million bucks. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. Yeah, so, so what about with like going back to the whole sort of like the moon thing? And whatever. It's like, I was, I've heard some, a lot of flat earthers saying that the moon's not real. Because I do believe we've been to the moon since. I just think at the time it was all about the space race. Have you ever, see, I've heard that too. Have you ever seen a photo of the moon? Okay, like, when it has like blue sky behind it. Or have you ever seen a star through the moon? I'll send you a picture of it. Oh no, I have, I have seen that. And I've, I've, I don't know if that's, a, if that's necessarily a star or a satellite or a plane reflected. For me, that could be a million no, things. for sure. So, um, I mean, I mean I know that I know the one you're talking about, and I'd, I'd totally, you know, I think, you know, if, if someone can show me that it is, it is the uh, the case, then I I'm can't. I mean, I wasn't there. I can't say that. Yeah, for sure, it was actually real. But I've got. Um, I'll send you a link to. There's actually like three or four of them that I got. Um, but like, how do you land on something that you can see through? And I've got my. Uh, yeah, do you, do you have a Nikon by chance, or like a P1000 and P900? No, no, if, if I go near anything expensive, it, it bursts to flames. <laughs> no, it's funny, like, that was, like, when I, no, I, I, that was the first camera I bought, like, and I just, I spent every minute outside just looking at the moon, looking at stars, and I can guarantee you, like, what I see in stars, they're not what NASA tells us. Like, yeah, like, there could be, like, you know, circular 
beans that were yeah. whatever. But you saw you saying. saw craters on the moon yourself, right? You said earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. So it's so it's got there's got to be something to it. It's got to be a good rock because if you've seen for yourself that it is a big rock with craters in it, and then you've seen yeah, a picture you know, I, on the I, internet I of a little light. I'd go with your own eye. Like you said, realise, realise, realise. So yeah. surely that photo of it being see-through is propaganda and what you've seen yourself of the moon and the craters is what's real. No, respect. I, I, I agree with that. That was funny, yeah. though, because I can see the craters on, like, a full moon, but then there's some days where the moon is, like, you know, like a little thumbnail or something, and I can see, like, the like through, like, the right side or the left side. But, like, no, I, I respect that. I, I can't, I can't, kind of guarantee what I've seen, but I mean, I, I mean, from my eyes... Just give me your eyes. I mean, I'll yes, hold them I, up against mine and I'll look <laughs> at it. I think that's how it it's works. It's like me, it's like CNN telling me, you know, whatever on TV, like, I can't vouch for that, but, you know, oh, no. what I mean, dog. But no, well, I, I, don't, I don't even watch the news anymore. Crazy. I'm going to send it to you guys and then, yeah, have a look and then we'll go from there. Yeah, cool. Let's have a look. Giving the old glasses a clean. Got to look at this stuff probably, ain't you? Got to use the lookers. Aaron, <laughs> you're, Aaron, you'll have to fucking look at it because if I do anything on this laptop and it kills my internet, we'll lose signal. So you, no, you, have, you could be the you could be the voice for it. Because <laughs> hey, like um, I'm getting off topic here, but like old Earth or like the old world Tartaria stuff. Ah, oh, dude, fucking! I literally watched um. Who did I listen to? It was um, Red Bricks, the Norwegian Oh, dude, guy. I love him. He's great. Yeah, man. I, I was watching some stuff about Tartaria with... Um, oh, who's the other? Oh, Tartaria Bell. She's UK. She's a UK yeah, girl. I follow her, too. Yeah. And, say, uh, next time uh, you want to have another talk here, let's, uh, let's go down Tartaria Road. Oh, sick. Are you clued up on that as well? I've been getting into it pretty quite a go bit. Go for it right now. No, not now, not now. It'll take too. It'll take too long now. That that'll be another it's, episode. It's, it's that's a that's a deep. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we'll definitely. Right, have no, the old mud floods, the Tartaria. So, so where's this? No, where's this link thingy? I'm looking for. No, look Borgia. That'd be cool. Yeah, man, that'd be good. So what else do you guys want to talk about today? Here, let me see if I have more topics for you. Well, I, someone was talking before the other day. I saw that they were saying that the uh, the moons are plasma. Where do you stand with that? Oh, there has been an old article or an old newscast where the guy, a scientist, came on there saying that uh, it's plasma and we'll never land on it because we can't because it's not a physical object. And I kind of tend to believe that it's not a physical object because it, it changes its color and shape. And I mean, if you can see through it, how can you land on it? But no, there's uh-huh. a very famous scientist who said that back in the day. Well, a lot, a lot of things can hit it to give it a crater. So I think if if you can put a crater in it, you can probably land on it. What do you guys think the moon is? Like, well, how about this? Uh, so they've gone, or supposedly gone to the moon. They landed on it. They drove a dune buggy around. They played golf. That's part of me talking about this. Um, but it was like a dull rock, but yet it reflects so much light towards Earth. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's just reflecting off the sun. I don't know. Oh yeah, but I think what, there's I think... like there's no re- like when they're on the moon, it looks so dead. And plus, there's areas in green. Oh, that's true. Like, there's no like reflective surfaces as such. 
I'm just curious where you yeah. guys that Yeah, that's weird because obviously, like, yeah, like you say, because when it's when you get like a moon and it's fucking bright, it's bright. And oh, what? Was, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Shit. It, I don't know if it comes under flat Earth, but someone told me that moonlight is cold. Like the actual Dude, moonlight. That's the point. Oh. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, uh, it's colder you know, in the shade at night time. Colder temperatures in direct. No, warmer light. in the shade. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, you at night time it's warmer. Yeah, it's warmer in the shade. It's light. It's colder in the light. They don't teach you that in school, though. But yeah, if you go in the direct moonlight, it's colder than the moon shade, and it's provably colder. But yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting on that. But yeah, no, there's no doubt. And so, why don't they tell us that? But why? Why? Why is that as well? If it's the reflected light of the sun, why is it fucking colder? Because I, well, in my model of the Earth, that I feel like we're not being told, is uh, you got the sun and the moon. They're like equal distances, and they're both hovering around. You know, the moon does its cycles in like what is it, like twenty eight days. Um, I I just feel like they're, they're like the moon and the sun. They both work in opposite and. Like yin and yang. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. And yeah, people just don't realize. Yeah, the moon is not two hundred thirty-eight thousand miles away, or two hundred thirty-nine thousand, and the sun's not ninety-three million miles away. First, of all, let me back to the sun real quick. Imagine this: if the sun was ninety-three million miles away, why are the rays coming in at an angle? Like our Earth is only twenty-four thousand miles circumference, but if something ninety-three million miles away was shining the beam on us. Wouldn't all the lights come in parallel? They should, but they don't. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that as well, and I've actually seen it with my own eyes, and you think, like, hang on a minute, how the fuck is that coming through the clouds like that in such an almost specific place? Whereas like if it was... Squared. Oh, sorry, God. Yeah, you know, if it was coming from, you know, like, the millions of miles or however fucking far away it is, surely it would just coat the whole of the Earth in, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, like, wasn't that, like... Make our seasons bullshit if from that far away, like we should not have a drastic season change. Like either the earth is shining in parallel rays and we're getting blasted or not. I mean, otherwise the sun's local and we're getting hit in certain different spots, different time of year. Like the sun and the moon rotate around the tropic cancer and the tropic Capricorn and like different times of year it's higher or lower. That's where our seasons happen. But um, yeah, if it was 93 million miles away, there's just no way that we would have angular rays come into our Earth. Okay. It's so far away. We're 20... So well, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, wouldn't, it, wouldn't that, it being far away, support it, the light spreading out, whereas if it was local and closer, it would make the, uh, the target of light smaller. So the further it away it is, surely... But if it's that far away and we're that small, like the rays should come in parallel. But like if you look upon a like a cloudy day with the sun popping through, all the rays come in at an angle. And so if you do A squared, B squared equals C squared, like you can trace that light right back up to the sun, which is not that far away. Well, isn't that just the way the way our, our rounded eyes see things as well? I mean, I'm not going to argue. It could be because I, I don't know for a fact. But um, mm. in my opinion, and on the, on the flat earth, is that yeah, sure, the sun yeah. is local oh, yeah. and the moon is local and they both rotate above us very local. So I prefer that idea. I don't believe in it, but I prefer it. I just, I just think it's cooler. 
I like to think that we're created and we're special. I mean, I, I prefer that idea, to be honest. I find it very hard to believe that we're not, uh, like we said at the very beginning about, you know, being special, about being here and all this sort of shit, man. Like me and Aaron do a lot of things. We talk a lot about like um, symbiotic relationships between like um, mushrooms and other organisms and how they work in a cellular level, uh, cellular level and things like that. And it's how trees can talk to each other. And just shit like that, and you think, hang on, we live in this fucking perfect place. And it it would be much better to think that we're all here for a reason, somewhere, somehow, rather than just space dust flying around. So, I mean, I, I completely fucking buy into that. And I, and I hope it is. I hope it is that side of things, man. I guess we're well, I don't. Too much pressure. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> be, that, that means there's a creator expecting stuff from me, and it's like, <laughs> mate, you're going to be waiting. Oh, I didn't think about that yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be waiting a long time if you're expecting results, brother. I don't know what plan right? you've got, but you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's it. awesome. So, what, what else? Have, what else haven't we covered that we can just? You know, I just want to make sure that you get your, you know, you get a chance to say what you need to, say, you know, what you can say. And well, I'd very much like to revisit the firmament again, just on the matter of like, so what would they say the firmament is like? What is it made out of? Where does it start? Where does it end? You know, so the firmament is it's very much speculation, but like, look up sometimes when you see. Like a rainbow, obviously it's got a curvature to it, right? Like yeah. there's some times when you can like I I got pictures I can I'll send you if you guys want them, but there are people taking pictures of like a like a projection in the sky of like a circular dome, like a space globe kind of shit, and um it's, it's it's hard to believe that there's nothing up there if there's like a reflection coming off of it, but the firmament is very much only speculation. Honestly, I kind of fall more into like the infinite plane theory like to where you get the Antarctic ice wall and I feel like there could be like think, think about extraterrestrials you know they say they come from above what if there's mm. more lands outwards you know I mean you guys have seen that kind of map no I've, 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 I've heard yeah, of, I've, I've heard I've of seen, it yeah I've seen ones they do where um, I remember watching a flat earth documentary and this was a good five years ago when it was still like in its prime and a young man and his, uh, I think his wife, I think, went out to this uh, flat earth uh, like society convention thing, and there was an artist there who makes like coffee tables. Mark Sarkey, you're talking about that one, right? The, uh, possibly, but this guy's got like he's got these like flat um, coffee tables, the earth on it, but then he'll show he'll show like this is the one with the ice wall, and then here's what's like beyond, and there's like a bunch more like islands and stuff. I've seen like huh. people talking about that, but yeah, no, I'll have to check that one out. Where'd you find that one at? Um, let me see. Let's see if I can find it right now. So uh, while while I was looking for that, Brett, I mean, in in your ideas of uh, of of the model that you believe and things like that, where does atmosphere and things like that come into it? Because obviously, like if you think about the round. Earth theory, we're contained in this atmosphere, and if you think about the domed Earth theory, you're still in this kind of atmosphere. You know, you still have this atmosphere. But what what is your the model that you believe? What what where does atmosphere about, come into it? So, if we're on the globe atmosphere theory, okay, imagine this: you've got a car tire, right? Mm -hmm. And you pump that tire up, and it's got a barrier. But I think it's like the second law of thermodynamics is that if uh, you need a, a barrier to control your gases. And so if apparently there's gases around Earth, 
then there needs to be a barrier to hold the gases in Earth. Otherwise, sure. I mean, we just, well, all of a sudden it turns from atmosphere to a uh, vacuum of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ozone layer in that. that. There's got to be like, some sort of, it's like pumping your tire up without a tire, you know? That, that's how I feel. I mean, I'm not saying that's how it is. I'm just kind of my viewpoint is that we've got to have a barrier to hold in the pressure. Yeah, but I, know I mean, the pressure does decrease as you go up into, you know, quote unquote space. But, um, I mean, there's really, there's, there's really cool theories like around, like, I mean, uh, you know, not saying that we need to discuss them, but like, I've seen things about like hollow earth. I've seen things about stacked planes of like, like, you know, like, say, a lot, I've seen one and it might be outlandish. I'm not sure, but where we're looking up and we're seeing, you know, the sun, blue sky and all this shit. They're saying there's, you know, there could be another plane above us and it's like this is where the extraterrestrials and things like that come from higher lower frequency dimensions and things like that and it's like i don't know if that's too you know too deep and you know where it lies but it's like it's it's fucking crazy man that you know that so many people kind of that this is not just a singular kind of um uh view from people there's so many different there's there's so many different ideas i think that yeah, we all have different viewpoints, but I think the one thing we all agree on is that what the government and science books have been bought and sold and paid for for years ago are not telling us the truth. I mean, I think the history and science are probably the biggest lies we've ever been told. But no, I, I feel like we're we're all onto something. We just don't know what it is because we don't have you know millions of dollars to go find out. Um, yeah, man, I think that's what it needs to be. But you know, we, we need to have that like kind of. I think everything's funded by governments and funded by corporations and shit, isn't it? And that's why it's always led one side or the other. It's obviously led in their favour for what they want people to, you know, believe so they can run with. Let's <laughs> do a GoFundMe page. We're going to do an it's expedition to the hey, ice wall. Let's start one today. In the uh, chat area, I've put in that um, picture of the uh, diagram of the, oh, shit, man. the flat earth kind huh. of thing. Here's uh, one more thing to think about. Um, all right, so the sun and the moon, they they circle around the tropics. How about the prediction of uh, eclipses? Like, they can, like, like predict them every 18 years. There's, like, a few of them that happen between that. But they always have an exact prediction every 18 years. How can you predict that if we're, like, floating, twirling, spinning, and hurling through, like, some infinite space? I mean, Orbit pass. I get it. But, like, they're, they're so accurate. Like, how does that happen? Orbit paths. Just over hundreds and thousands and billions of years. Like, they, every single year, they go and they constantly watch them. They watch them co- go around each other all the same way each time. And then they just weigh up the evidence, put it down, and say, well, that's going <clears> to <throat> coincide with one another. And then, then they see it the same way they look at the, you know, they predict the weather, the weather channel. It's, you know? No, I, I, I respect that. But although, I mean, like, if it was out of our control, would it not be constant? Well, like, mean? if it's in our control, like, like I feel like the sky is like a, like a nice Rolex. Um, you know, the sky, the the sun, moon, stars, they, they're like a calendar, a clock. They're the most perfectly designed clock ever made. And they're always accurate, and they always know when to tell us, hey, look up at the sky at this time of the day. Um if we're floating through infinite space, like, wouldn't that be a little less constant, a little less predictable? 
I get what you're saying there. I've seen that refer, I've heard it referred to as uh, like the greatest timepiece ever made, um, and things like that. And it it does, yeah, I can, I can see it like that. I can see, it, but but equally with with like with Aaron saying, is it orbit paths and tracking? <sighs> Who knows, man? It's hard to say. Like being down here on the ground, I mean, there's nothing more that I'd want. I get, my my dream would be to go up in space and see what the world's all about, but. Yeah, personally, I think you've all of our, all of our facts yeah. given it to us. But personally, I I think you kind of defeated your own argument. Not like to try and sound smarter, but only because, like you said, like it, it's this perfect timepiece, and it's you know it's like a Rolex. Everything works perfectly with one another. So surely that's why it's so predictable because they work in uniform so well as a perfect timepiece. And as we can see by now, the time of day and the time of and where you are in the world, that we are seeing the time accurate for what it is that it has been every day. So it's, I think, predicting something like when you've got a perfect timepiece, predicting an eclipse isn't any more different than predicting three o'clock. I respect that. Okay. Yeah. But again, you know, I don't know the answers. I think that's the thing is, so it's like we, we we don't have the answers, and I think a lot of people, both sides, don't have the answers. Like we're saying, yeah, man, yeah. If if we can get up, if we can all just get up there and have a fucking look, what's going on? Then we'd be like, oh, cool, and we can put it, to, you know, we'd be able to put stuff to bed. Like, go, okay, yeah, there is a nice wall with a shitloads of other stuff behind it. Let's go and have a look, or we can all go, oh, it is a ball, or it is flat, you know. But then what? What if we do yeah. find that it's flat? What happens then? Like, what's the what's the end game here? We just know that we've been lied to, and we take our divine power back. You know, we're will we though? Because we get lied to every single day, and none of us have done anything. Day. Yeah, like I, 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 <laughs> I don't see how this is going to change much. Like, oh, they lied again. Oh well, yeah, works. No. I've got work at six, so just want to hear a fun fact. Yeah, yeah. Always. All right, so, um, so the closest star is apparently like twenty-five trillion miles away. Um, so they use these big ass numbers to confuse us because, like, imagine how far that fucking is. Like, you, we have no idea. So, how many seconds do you guys guess is one trillion seconds? One uh, trillion. I imagine it would be a, a thousand trillion milliseconds. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough. All right. So, one trillion seconds is 31,000 years. And, dude, the closest star that we know of. Is 4.5 light years away at 5.88 trillion miles times 4.5 light years, dude. That's just so fucking far. Alpha Centauri, baby. It's like beyond our belief. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, that they, is they use those crazy ass numbers to confuse us. There's no. But is it any way. more different to an infinite plane? I, I guess it's all speculation. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, if an infinite plan gets on and on and on, and it's just like, you know, I don't see why that, that's more plausible than a, a star being really far away. I mean, if it's an infinite plane, then you could say that there's a mountain just yeah, that no, far I, away down the road too, guess, you know? I can't argue because I have never been there, so no respect, yeah. man. I, I can't, you know, it's all a conversation, and we're yeah, all having man. ideas here. No, and I, it's, I it's good. It's good that we get to chat about it like this rather than fucking... You know, flaming each other up and, you know, saying, yeah, fucking this, YouTube fucking... and Instagram comments just calling each other oh, fucking dude, names. I, I hate those debates so much. They're ridiculous. They're it doesn't absolutely. get anyone anywhere. It doesn't, it doesn't progress anyone's argument. And it actually no, makes they just get all 
they get all fired up and just like triggered and shit. No, I'm not here for that. <laughs> uh, it's all about the exchange of ideas, man. It's, it's how we grow. It's how we go forward. It's, it's, yeah, it's, you guys are probably the coolest guys I've talked to in a long time. Well, it's because we blame social media. See, the problem with social media is like me and Ad, right? We're not huge social media guys. He said to you earlier, me and him didn't talk for ages. We didn't stop being friends. We've always been dear friends, but we yeah. could go for a long time without talking and then pick it back up again. Whereas now with social media, everyone's just literally like, I haven't heard from someone in two days. Have I done something? No. It's just it's been <laughs> two days. Why are you talking to me? So people get, they get too dependent and clingy on social media. So when they find someone has something in common, that's why they go, oh, they're my friend. They're not your friend. They're someone you agree with on some little tiny thing over in a wherever, like fucking Guzekistan or something. So when someone disagrees, they get together and they become very tribal and very militant. And it's, and it's for me, I think social media, which was created by, you know, whoever's, was, I think is a huge tool of the government to cause division in, sure. in people because it, it, getting divisions is how you end up with a, a two party system. And that's how you end up with, right, whoever, if we get like 51%, yeah, 49% won't get what they want, but it's the majority, that's what we do, and we we try to build this us versus them mentality. This is what they do with the flat earth stuff on TV. Instead of having like somebody like Jimmy Kimmel, instead of him having a, who has a chat show, instead of having someone coming on and having a chat, they'll just sit there and have, say, oh, well, let's get a bunch of people who agree with me, cause an echo chamber, and we'll just ridicule everybody outside of it because they can't hurt us. And then when they fire back, it's, oh, they're out of order. So, so, you know, I, I love sitting down and having these conversations and, you know, because that's, that's where unity comes from. It's, it's through understanding one another and accepting one another. I went on a huge rant then. This weed is awesome. <laughs> I love it. No, you guys are awesome. Yeah, man, that's cool. So, yeah, well, I've, I've, I've done what I needed to do, man. Aaron, have you got anything, uh, anything? You know, yeah, well, I have one more question for you guys. Alright, how far do you guys think we've drilled into the earth? I wouldn't even know. I don't even know where we're drilling. So I wouldn't even know. Right, well, the most I know about drilling, I learned from the movie Armageddon. Yeah, exactly right. Alright, so the furthest... Okay, they tell us we have a core and all that kind of bullshit. But the furthest hole ever drilled was a cola borehole in Russia, I believe. Seven, like 7.5 miles deep. So... They're telling us we've only got 7.5 miles deep, but we know everything about the Earth. That's insane. Like, look, look it up. Cold they probably know more than I do. But I mean, like, they tell us exactly everything that's down below us. You know, I remember seeing in school all these different like illustrations and shit. But look, they've got they like, they've got their pie deep, slice like, out of the Earth. How can they even? come close to telling us where we live if we've only gone that like they hit some impenetrable or impenetrable uh, surface and they couldn't go any further but yeah that's, that's a fact my, my maybe it's argument. the firmament guarding the hollow earth <laughs> those guys were right all along we were debating whether it's, whether it's flat or round it's been hollow this whole time <laughs> you know, it's, it's, the way I see things as well is like we know next to fuck all about our oceans and what's really. We un- don't know <laughs> shit exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we apparently know more about space than we do our own oceans, and we don't know much Isn't about that, that. Apparently, the fact that we're spending twenty-three billion dollars a year on some 
quote unquote space travel, yet we have people of our own kind sleeping on the streets. That makes me so sad. It's, it's disgusting, terrible. man. Yeah, it's we've talked about this before about the homelessness situation when we see all the frivolous spending and how much like footballers oh, get paid. Oh, my heart. It's terrible. And like athletes and some of these like TV personalities and. You see all this money they get thrown at them, and then you see people. But these are the first people. Like we, I don't know if you have anything over there, but we have this thing called Children in Need over here, or like Red Nose Day. And this is when they do a huge live telephone where the really, really, really rich that don't pay taxes ask the working community to give as much as they can to help these people who are suffering. It is the biggest load of bullshit ever. It was, it's literally guys in suits holding out a tin cup and say, pay for someone else's lunch. I don't want to. Like LeBron James? I don't know. Who is he? Like a basketball player? Yeah, no, he drives, oh, he drives me nuts. But no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, they could be doing so much more. Yeah. We're just working. We're focused on the wrong shit, but that's beside the conversation. But Yeah, man. No, yeah. I hear you, dude. Humanity needs a lot of help. Well, we'll have to have you on again to talk about Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and Elon oh, Musk. bring me on, please. Absolutely. <laughs> be, yeah, I would love to. How yeah, about man. the next conversation about uh, Bill Gates, Bezos, and Tartaria? Yeah, oh, man. If you, if you want to come, if you want to come back on and do it, we'll fucking do it, man. Definitely. Hell yeah. I'd mean, love to. And here we are. You know, you came in as a flat earther. I came in as a round. Round one, add on the fence, and we've left the same way, but we're we're closer for it. I leave it all respect, bro. I love it. I mean, personally, I think if if the earth was flat, cats would have pushed everything off the edge by now. But (laughs) this is how it goes. That's yeah, funny. man. I love it. So yeah, to close up, uh, you know, thanks for thanks for coming on today, man. We really fucking appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we've loved it. This has been so much fun. Yeah, guys. No, it's been great. Thank you, guys. Guys, listen at home. Uh, yeah, is the, the oh, Instagram? What is it? Is it flat tat tat? It's flat tat tat. You know what's funny though is that the last week I've gotten kind of shadow banned. I have gotten like thousands of likes, but I've gotten zero followers. I feel like Instagram is kind of shadow banned right now. Oh. Motherfucker! Well, YouTube banned us the other day for hate speech and stuff, and we was really? talk- yeah, we're what? talking we're talking about um, Russian kids getting raped in the woods and stuff, and I think they it's fucking true, banned. Us. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we we know that pain. So no, I was oh, nervous, yes. but you guys are awesome. I love talking to you guys. So I'd love well, to go on again. We've loved having you, man. It's an open invitation, mate. Come, we'll have you back for sure. Yeah, we'll have you back, awesome. man. So much love, yeah. and everyone will. Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed. And you've got to start. Yeah, and start your own podcast, dude. You've got to get. You've got. A, you've got a good message you want to put out to people, and if you can find a platform for it, mate, make it happen. We'll, you know, do it. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, man. Nice one, guys. Well, later. Doses, my friends.